Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 215 today, and it is a very special episode because I got my peoples with me. We got Savage Life in the building. We about to get into their life story, talk about it, do what we do over here on this platform. As always, if you need to find me on social media, Facebook is Alicia Shanice, Instagram Alicia Shanice Reviews. Email reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can hit me up for any inbox, DM, or email for any recap requests you might have with that being a TV show, docuseries, movie, or whatever you have, business or brand, hit me up. I love whom loves me and shows love who shows love to me. So on that note, let's go ahead and get into the show and let's talk Savage Life. Way, a longer way to go. Remember, 
Sometimes I was confused, ain't know which way to go. Get a zip or two bars of that hard right. Make more off the dope, but it'll get too hard life. As I was young, everybody around me had their own shit. Whipping off their own robes, had their own zip. I just seen some real shit and fucked up situations. But never knew it was a day that I had to face it. Then seen a nigga, I thought my nigga snitch on my mans. My other nigga doing life, cause he ain't wanna tell. My cousin Tommy died two days before my birthday. So how the fuck can I enjoy another birthday? We done came a long way, shit get better. Each and every day I find myself getting more clever. Positive vibes, all I wanna do is escalate. We got a farther way to go, but down we came a long way. Yeah, I wake up and not a face Hating a face, still got a long way Yeah, I wake up and not a face Yeah, we done came a long way We done came a long way I wake up and not a face Hating a face, still got a long way Yeah, we done came a long way So let's get into the show. This is a very, very, very special episode because I got my peoples in the building and we are working on some magnificent collaborations from Flint to the A. I got Savage Life Jr. and I got Savage Life Tank in the building. Welcome, y'all. How what y'all doing? What up, what up, what up, dog? What up, dog? How y'all doing tonight? Yeah, chilling, cool, Enjoying the nice weather. Well, so. I want to start from the beginning because we welcoming y'all into the world and we talking about y'all life story. So, <clears throat> y'all are from Flint, Michigan, right? Correct. Yes, sir. So, tell me a little bit about growing up in Flint. What side of town y'all grew up on? North side. We from the north side of Flint. Fifth Ward, right? Fifth Ward. It's probably, probably like most ghettos across the country, you know. Ain't too much going on. Fucked up. Violence, poverty, everything, and that's such, you know. So, y'all are blood brothers. Tell me a little bit about growing up. Did y'all grow up in a one-parent home or two-parent home? One parent. One parent. Was your pops around? Said no, not for real. I mean, to a certain extent, they was a little older than me, so they can, like, you know, to a certain more extent. than I can. I say to a certain extent because they was, it was more like an in and out thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and then in the group, Savage Life, we got Savage Life Junior and Savage Life Tank. But then, <clears throat> what was your brother's name? Savage life real. Savage life really real. The dumb way. Bitches really real. She okay. gonna do it all for me. Yeah. So before it was a duo, it was a trio. Blood brothers. Same mama, of course. Um, do you mind me asking if it's the same dad? Me and Real got the same pops. Yeah. Tank got a different pops, but shit. We all got the same dude, so, you know, we grew up in the same household, so it ain't no different, you know? That's what's up. That's what's up. So you would say your mom, she held it down for y'all growing up, just still, of course, it's <clears throat> hard not coming up in a two-parent home, but in a one-parent home, you say your mom had y'all back the long way, right? Yes, you for a fact. <laughs> and, you know, damn near a lot of times growing up in the ghetto, you damn near don't even realize it's that fucked up and shit, everybody. Pops gone. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Shit. I don't I ain't I damn near ain't got no homeboys. I don't shit. They said one homeboy that that pops. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, everybody be with their dudes. So it just seemed damn near regular for real normal. So when made y'all want to jump into the rap game? Shit, honestly. On some real shit, niggas just really just like playing with that shit. Niggas be high and shit, just playing with the rap shit and shit. And people will be telling you like, "Oh no, y'all hard. Y'all need to take that shit serious." I'm be real. This nigga ain't want to rap. 
Yeah, I never even cared about rapping. I swear. Shit, I rap because both of my brothers rap. And then shit, I was good at it too. But even being good at it, I still just ain't even care about it for real. <clears throat> what was the first age? Who who was the first one out of y'all who started rapping? Who started going to the studio, playing with everything, noticing the talent? Tank. Tank was the first one? Tank gonna always go to the studio. They gonna bring, I mean, but you know how that be, you just with the, you just with your bros, you know, so shit. If he rap and we all just cooling, he like, shit, I'm finna go to the booth. Shit, we all finna go to the studio. You know what I'm saying? Whether if everybody rapping or not, we all just, now we just at the studio, chilling, drinking, lean, smoking, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whatever we was already doing, where we was at in the first place. So. That shit just happened like that. So it came more as like just something to do, and then y'all started taking it serious more down the line because y'all are talented and y'all got some heat. So you had to notice early on the talent was there, and you only can get where y'all going with consistency. So I see y'all definitely got that. We trying to get there. I'm trying to get more consistent. Even if it ain't videos all the time, audios, you know, just something keep them in tune. So if y'all don't mind me asking, what's the, what's, <clears throat> what would be y'all dream co collaboration? Y'all down in the A now. I mean, you from Flint, of course, and with Flint, Flint different. I'm from Flint, Michigan. I grew up on the north side as well. It's different. And we got our own legends that come from Flint. We got MC Breed the Dayton family, yeah. and, like, those are the old-school OGs who really started it and got our names out there from Flint, you know, Bone Scandless. <clears throat> we got all the OGs. Top authority, Dayton top family. Top facts, top yeah, authority. That. Yes. Them, that's the foundation. But what would y'all – but now y'all down in the A. The A is already popping. The South got it on lock. What is, what, who would be y'all dream collaboration? I don't know. I ain't even thought about it even like I don't know. Honestly, I don't know neither. Like I ain't never just like thought like I'm gonna do a future with this nigga or that nigga or mm -hmm. you feel me? It was just kind of like I'm going with the flow. You feel? So where do y'all wanna be at? Do y'all wanna stay indie or would y'all wanna sign a three sixty deal? No 360 for sure. No, no, no big major little. More like a distribution. Yeah. I'll probably do a distribution deal. <laughs> Independent ain't yeah. gotta be a must neither though. If it makes sense, it makes sense, you know. Yes, what's up? That's what's up. All right. So we know what y'all planning for. We know y'all y'all working on consistency. Y'all working on basically whatever comes, comes. Y'all gonna play it the way it goes and the way the cards is dealt, but you only going with deals that make sense, right? That fair to say? For sure. Got it. Got it. So <clears throat> going back from the beginning, I know y'all started rapping young. Tank was the first one to hit the studio. How old was you when you got in there the first time? Probably like, honestly, I don't even know. I was young as hell. I was just playing with that shit. Man, I really don't know. Since he's like a teenager, for real. No, for real, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably like, well, fuck it. I probably like, probably, I, I ain't gonna lie, probably, like, I probably start rapping, like, at a young age. Because I remember being at Granny House and all the older people, you feel me? They in mm -hmm. there freestyling and shit. Mm -hmm. And I'll jump in and freestyle with them, but I was young as hell, you feel me? So. I wasn't taking it serious then, but I was playing with it. But then once everybody got to telling us, like, no, nah, you hard. Like, you need to start being for real. That's when the nigga was like, oh, okay, let me go ahead and go lay some some real tracks down. You feel me? Right, right. No, I feel that. <clears throat> so speaking of, you know, being young, just watching all the older cats freestyle, especially at your granny house and mention y'all mentioning y'all granny. Tell me a little bit about growing up at your granny house because i know y'all was there a lot 
in y'all family. We ain't got no regular granny. <laughs> Let, let's yeah. talk about granny and, and shout out the granny roof. Uh, very, very, very special lady. But let's talk a little about a little bit about granny because the world don't know y'all. So we introducing y'all life story. So talking about growing up on the north side of Flint, Michigan at y'all granny house because y'all spent a lot of time there. Well, the first thing, granny house supposed to be how granny house is if you if you got a nice granny. So, you know, you're going to go around granny, you're going to have your way, you're going to be able to get away with shit you, you can't at home. You know what I'm saying? It's love. All, all that, all that type <laughs> you know of shit. But then on the other side, all right, granny different. So, you know, it might be a party all night. You, you know what I'm saying? The house music banging all night you got to go to school but you're gonna get to school don't get Dose it wrong swinging like all you, the night you gonna make you gonna, you gonna, <laughs> no, you gonna make it to school really? for sure but it's gonna be a party the whole time lie. literally granny ain't no regular granny though i ain't gonna lie like most people you feel me like all right granny like you know how niggas look up to like rappers and motherfuckers be trapping and shit shit like that granny was on that like <laughs> She this motherfucker owe me some money. We finna go. I'm finna put you through his window type <laughs> shit. You <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Literally. So, so I know, personally uh, speaking, Granny was not the ordinary Granny, but that was Granny. And most people, when they think about going to their grandmother's house when they're younger, they're thinking about going there. Granny got dinner cooked. Granny sitting there watching yeah. the soap operas. But like you said, your Granny wasn't <clears throat> the ordinary Granny. And she came from the south mm -hmm. and louisiana straight hustler mentality exactly. you know so most people y'all story is a little different because you got most people who you know come from poverty come from the inner cities and of course they have to get out there and get it right mm -hmm. and they moms probably worked or they didn't have anything or they seen their dad do this or they lost their dad to this but y'all would y'all first say y'all seen that first hustling mentality come from your grand your granny or your father per se i'm gonna say both yeah granny father mama because Dukes are hustling motherfucker too in, in like all aspects you know what I'm saying too much she ain't gonna did you feel me so, mm -hmm. so damn, damn, that, damn that everybody and damn I'm the youngest so now big bro now you know they doing whatever they doing everybody literally everybody hustling so it's like so when you say your granny would put you through windows, what you mean by that? If somebody owed her some money, granny was really with that stuff. Do you mind? Can you go into a little detail? Play no type of games. Yeah, I'm talking about real life. Like shit, granny was with the shit. <laughs> like shit, granny ain't play no roles. You play with her money, she gonna go inside your head. Man, so quick. Yeah. And send the grandkids yeah. to handle it for her too. Man, what? <laughs> if it come to that. So see, she that's like, not your. They owe me some money. Mm -hmm. We finna go see their ass. All right, granny. We on that. And that, and that would not be your ordinary story. So if you don't mind me asking, what would you say the age was when you really realized granny a hustler? Five. Shit, yeah, I guess hell probably like, man, probably like going into like preteens type shit, you know, when you really like knowing what's going on rather than like them just looking at people or just not even paying it too much mind. Like when you start thinking and all that shit and you, or you just doing little shit yourself. So you like, hold on, that's it, you know? Right. But then going to school with other kids who wasn't living that experience and being young and your granny actually having you go through windows to get her money back. How did that feel? Shit, I was with the shit too. <laughs> <laughs> it just came with it naturally, huh? What? This shit installed in me. Like, what? We on that. Fuck it. Did y'all grow up with a lot of cousins y'all age? Yeah, I'm our like, family I, was close. 
Yeah, I'm the baby of the family though, so most of my cousins, everybody like older than me. So like they was all the same age, but I was just right there watching everything. So uh did y'all all used to hang at y'all granny house together, growing up together, having you know, dinners together, playing outside. Shit down there every day. Literally. It, it ain't it ain't day that that you you can't see everybody over there. You might ride past and it might be two people over there. You might ride past an hour later. It's 20 cars outside. Like, damn, literally. Right. I mean, that sounds dope, though. Growing up with your peoples, having everybody there. And for the most part, we know that, you know, three brothers grew up with, with their mother, always at their granny house, watching you know, they granny hustle and get it out the mud by any means necessary. So by watching that, did, would you say that that passed down to y'all to where it entered y'all in the street life? Shit, yeah. Yeah, that definitely, but just growing up in that type of environment too. So it already puts you like in that predicament. Put you on that so mindset. Because like, so like, you can be a person that ain't even doing that type of shit. And end up doing that type of shit later on in life just because you've been seeing it for so long and you was just trying to stay away from it sometimes that shit just happened like that and that just be the resort you gotta go to but getting out in the street it comes with a lot itself did y'all witness any violence at all especially growing up in flint <clears throat> i would say everybody from flint had it's a small city so it's like it ain't no way when people die, it ain't no way like them that everybody know that person because the city's so small. So, yeah, everybody been witnessed it for real. And if you come from that environment in a different state or a different city, you probably witnessed it too. And you ain't got to be a person like a street dude or nothing. Right. So, <clears throat> getting in the street, that come with a lot of stuff. And of course, Flint it has been known to be a violent city, and y'all just said it's small. Did y'all inherit any street beefs at all? Why there, or did you kind of just was all about the hustle mentality? I mean, on some real shit, niggas always was about their money. You feel me? But you gotta be ready for whatever come with this shit. So at all times, you just gotta be. On your P's and Q's, you feel me? Now you got to be ready for whatever come behind what type of life you live in. So, Tank, you the oldest. Would you say you more jumped outside off the porch before your brothers did? Yeah. Yeah. But I was more like a, uh, I was more of a, like a hustler, though. I wasn't really, like, with the beefing and shit, like. I'm going to go get some money, you feel me? So I tried to install that into little bro now. Like, shit, we going to get some money. Fuck yeah. all of what everybody then, else doing. And then growing up with a brother like that, you know, that's going to be, it's just like like birds and feather fly together. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, shit, if you hang with a bunch of niggas, they be robbing this shit, you going to probably end up robbing niggas because that's what your niggas be on. But shit, having a big brother like that, you know, want to get some money. And shit, that's really the route that got and then problems just come along the way. Just problems can come from anyway. You can find them or they can find you. So shit, that shit just happen. You just got to be ready for it. Exactly. Right. <clears throat> so did y'all have a big crew growing up or was y'all kind of like just a, we had a few solid niggas with us and. No, it was like some hood shit down there, our whole hood. Then our street, shit, we got the house where everything going on at. So that's where everybody coming at. And then been different points. Our house time. always been a chill crib. Like, Type shit. The whole game popping up at the crib. Mama, whoop, whoop, whoop. At any time you could pull up, it's probably 20 niggas in that bitch. For sure. Everybody got a blick on them. Everybody moving a bag. Everybody, you feel me? Like, just on some on different type of time. Like. It wasn't no normal living type shit. Yeah, so say just hanging out, just chilling. <clears throat> and then getting money. 
Yeah. So <clears throat> when y'all was teenagers and y'all had just started rapping, was the was it more? Would you say it was more in the streets or and then just studio for fun only? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we from a small city too, so like damn man, everybody was rapping for fun. Mm-hmm. Like at the time. Like when we first started rapping. No my don't know. I don't feel like a lot of not a lot of people start rapping but like I'm for the go crazy and just you feel me, take off. I think a lot of them you just start rapping, that should be fun. Mm-hmm. Cause you already be sitting around getting high, smoking and shit with your niggas. Niggas been turned on the beat and everybody just freestyle. Uh, <laughs> you feel me? That's how it goes so, for real. So then y'all end up going to the studio when the drops and shit, and the niggas that really end up liking being in the studio and rapping, then niggas gonna keep rapping. You feel me? Right. Niggas that don't give a fuck about it, they ain't gonna give a fuck about it, but fuck them still gonna be rapping. You feel me? So, <clears throat> all right. So we learning about Savage Life Tank and Savage Life Junior. But tell me a little bit about Real. Was he? What was the age of, of Real? And to y'all, and was he the middle boy, the baby? Were you Junior the baby? So yeah. Real was the middle boy. Can tell us a little bit about Real so we can learn about him. <clears throat> Real was he was on the rap shit too, like like Tank was. Like they both was really like rapping and shit on go to the studio. So, yeah, stand up that nigga. Like, real the type of nigga. He, he like a dependable nigga. You get what I'm saying? Like, some shit that you need now. And, like, it could be anything. Like, literally anything. Like, shit, I don't give a fuck. If you got to go handle some real business or or you need to just some be, shit. be, like, picked up. Because you, you didn't call the flat. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he, he the nigga that's just going to come for sure. Like, oh, God, he... He a one hell. nigga. Yeah, For sure. Like, yeah. you know, like, he one of the niggas you damn near don't even want to call him because you know he going to come. You probably called this nigga so many times. You done went through some shit this week. You feel me? That nigga going to come. I'm telling you. No, for sure. And <clears throat> how old was Real when he lost his life? <clears throat> 23. Yes, twenty three, and that was two thousand eighteen, right? Nineteen. Two thousand nineteen. I'm sorry about that. So I know you guys went through a lot <clears throat> in two thousand nineteen. You lost your granny, who you grew up with, grew up at her house, and then a month later, you lost your brother. I know that had to be hard on both of y'all. <clears throat> yeah, and on the whole family, so it'd be like bigger than just us two. So. No, for real. That shit was hard. And then, like, we had, like, a big family, but it just seemed like a big family. But really, it's, it was kind of little, though, for real. I swear, because, like, the immediate family, that shit kind of. But that was a, a, a major, big part of it. And <clears throat> it's one thing being being prepared for the transition of your grandmother, but your brother, that man, unexpected, that had to just do a lot mentally. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, yeah. fuck the nigga up. Yeah, it, it just be kind of different because it'd be like, yo, granny, you know, like she older and like she didn't live her life so long. You feel me? And she just going through like real life problems rather than like losing her life to some street shit. some violence yeah so like you you damn near like no like like granny you feel me it's kind of damn near a little more understandable like in the in the way to say but so it'd be different because it's unexpected you know right and and y'all are our blood brothers, so this wasn't just no friend y'all was losing. This was y'all brother. It had to feel like a piece of y'all was gone. Most definitely. I did know real, and real was a very very special person. So I just want to say I'm sorry for y'all lost, <clears throat> as well as Granny. Do y'all mind telling me <clears throat> about like? How was the process of moving on after that? 
see for me it was it was a little different because right after like real had like granny had died first and real had died and it was all three months apart and then three months after that our cousin had ended up killing himself he shot himself in the face you feel me so he ended up dying then three months after that i had got picked up by the feds so I went in, I, I was still grieving when the feds picked me up. Like I had lost three people, mm-hmm. immediate people in my life, back to back. So it was just like, I'm in jail, I'm in this bitch, I'm, you feel me, I'm going through it. I'm in this bitch fighting all type of shit. I'm tweaking out in this bitch, you feel me? So I, I really can't tell you about bro, cause I wasn't there. I was in the feds, you feel me? <clears throat> With Tank being locked up in the feds, Junior, I'm sure that means you have to be strong for your mama and try to help pull her together, right? Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to keep her together as best as possible, but you know, that's hard too, because it's more than just Dukes too. It's like the whole family, so shit. And then like our family, we damn like got like all our girls in our family. Like we the only boys. Shit. That's three. Me take a rip. Like that's it. But I think it's um just a a fact out there. It's safe to say, you know, when you say like we ain't really had too many dudes, we was the only three boys, but we had girls. Y'all didn't have just no normal girl cousins in y'all family, is that yeah, safe to mom. say? No, they was yeah, <laughs> They girls, they damn near niggas. They, they don't get, they gonna get heart. down like that. Show <laughs> oh, like anything. Say they was definitely with it, huh? Definitely. Would y'all say? Would y'all say? Uh, uh, being younger, that y'all seen a lot of street stuff from y'all girl cousins. Yeah. <laughs> He gonna handle his business, but he, he, you know, he gonna come around the fam. 
He a life of the party type of nigga. All of that. No, for real. Yeah. Same as real. Yeah, him and real was damn near like similar for sure. And Champ lost his life at a very, very young age. Would y'all say that is the first person that y'all lost to violence growing up with? Nah, Tommy was the first nigga we lost. Yeah, but theirs was like the same year. So Yeah, Tommy was like two years before. Nah. Like a year. It was both twenty twelve. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I used to be so high. And Champ lost his life to violence, right? Yeah. And then how did Tony lose his life? Tommy lost his life to violence, too. And was that your homeboy? I was blood. I was both, cousin. Both, it was both blood. So blood. you lost both. So, okay. I know when we was talking before, you said that y'all more grew up with more girl cousins. Of course, your girl cousins, they was just as hood as the rest of them. Just as hood as dudes out here as well but not having that many male figures in your life and then you had two older cousins y'all y'all did have and they was their life was cut short due to violence i would have to say that has some effect on y'all life right it's just like shit. you know what come with the street shit you gotta stand on business like we gonna keep this shit in the streets what we doing yeah no i get that but to a certain point it's sad that most especially young black men they have to experience that at such a young age so even though it come with the street life it's still y'all still human you know what i'm saying and then the days now have changed to where in our community now they do talk about mental health and back then they didn't used to talk about that but i can't imagine that that did something to y'all mental being so young and then losing two older cousins to violence that had to do something to y'all mental health would y'all say that pushed y'all more in the streets and made y'all more harder or did it, it just made y'all more would you say just familiar with that type of environment i think every time you lose somebody close to you like that it's gonna definitely cause some type of trauma. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, though. You know, we from the hood, though. So, man, don't nobody, you know, motherfuckers ain't trying to hear that. You gotta try to, you know, keep going and just stay. But still, seeing all of that, would you say that it more made you want to get out into the street more? Um, ready for whatever comes with the game or actually ready to put out there what y'all was seeing because y'all was seeing a lot at such a young age i'll say both it'd be like i'm finna make these niggas feel how i feel mm-hmm. feel me so it's just be like you got to be ready for both like that's just how this shit play out Okay, so we kind of jumping all around, but the world is just now knowing the story of Savage Life. So just going to the name Savage Life. I know you grew up in a one-parent home, but tell me a little bit about your dad. Would you say he was the hustler type or was he a nine-to-five type guy? You know, we got different dads. So, But I'm going to be real, they both was like, the hustler type type shit like I'm gonna say I ain't gonna say they both was the hustler type because they both had different traits but they both was like ready for whatever you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and your mom she worked in healthcare field and worked her whole she since y'all was baby she worked put in that work to make sure y'all had what y'all needed right yes sir she, she punched always, that clock she always put in the work but it wasn't like she wasn't always like she used to uh man what she worked two jobs and went to school like literally one of them i swear to god no for real that's crazy worked like, in like a real a real, a real life one of them 
Like, like that's why we was always at Green Creek. Yeah. She worked the two jobs and went to school. Exactly. So it was just like so she made it happen. She she one of them people. She gonna make it happen. Anything. And if, if it ain't a way, she gonna make a way. For sure. And that's what I feel like it kinda installed in us. Like on top of being around our granny, like you feel me? Like all mm-hmm. that shit it just played a part in what molded us into being who we is. Okay, so I know a little bit about y'all, of course, but the world is just now learning Savage Life, getting introduced to the music. So, so far, we would say, as we proceeded with this conversation so far, y'all grew up on the north side of Flint, Michigan, fifth ward to be exact. Y'all mom was hardworking, did what she had to do to put food on the table and make sure y'all was straight. Y'all dads wasn't around, but y'all knew the foundation of what they put in and what how they came up and how they were. We know y'all grew up around y'all granny and she was a hustler and in the streets and older cousins who was in the streets. Also, you lost two important cousins to you as male figures, older male figures as well. So with y'all jumping into the street at a young age, I could imagine that your mom wasn't too happy about that. Would that be fair to say? Hell yeah, shit. She used to find a nigga bad. She would put that bitch in the toilet. We come home from school. That you got a motherfucking half both sitting in the toilet. Yeah, like, with you know, pills. And you know you can't do you can't do nothing with it. Yeah, like it's you over. You gotta you gotta just you gotta have both sitting like in that toilet. You gotta have both sitting in the toilet with some pills in that bitch. I done came and then home. she might have found your like money and she times, keeping your so. shit. You feel me? Like she, like yeah, she ain't playing none of that. So you saying yeah. she finding like your re up money and what? keeping it? Man, and guess what? I'ma shake back even harder. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? But yeah, you don't come home. I'm talking about when you just bought a script yesterday. Whole script in the toilet with the bud, the bud in there, everything. Like and it's sick over. about it. You, you can't, you can't like pull pills. You can't rejuvenate. Out, out what the fuck are you talking like about? So she tried to keep y'all out of that life. Did y'all ever try to stop or y'all just felt like it was embedded in y'all? Hell no, I kept going. Fuck you talking about (laughs) you found to have both. Guess what? I'm finna hustle up and buy another one and I'm gonna keep going till I get to a half one. And shit, you keep going. This shit don't stop. And coming up like that too, like you. Ain't really like nothing else that you real talk. I swear I ain't never thought like I'm gonna get a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so you never, never thought about thought, it. Like, I, I swear, I swear. That's not an option. I never was like, damn, I'm gonna get a job in this bitch. Like back then, I swear. Hell no, like it never came across my mind. So that mm-hmm. was really like the only way you really seen. And then I ain't never like been no type of nigga that's like, I'm a robber motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like everybody worked for whatever they got. If a nigga do got a lot of money, mm-hmm. he did something to get that lot of money. And nigga ain't just coming be like, here, bro, this honey man's like this for being a real nigga. That shit don't happen. So shit, he did something. He worked for that money. So I ain't never felt like you should take something from a nigga that worked for it, what he got. I don't respect a nigga like that. Yeah. yeah, but that come with the street life. So would y'all say y'all more looked at? I'm a hustler. I want to get money. I ain't out here to just rob nobody or be on no, you know, F-boy stuff like that. You just wanted to be about your hustle, about taking care of your family. Was it all in it for just taking care of your family and making sure you have what you want in life? Yeah. I mean, shit, hustling was damn near like, it's all in just, like just like how you like, I ain't going to get a job. Like, hustling was the job. You feel me? So, mm-hmm. it ain't even... You ain't even really think about nothing else. You know, it's like a new damn age now for like niggas scamming and shit. So, but lean, man, we was like niggas wasn't scamming when I was coming up. Like, never. Like, I ain't. And if they was, I ain't know nothing about it. You feel me? Bro, them ain't know nothing about it because shit, they just hustling. Get it back and shake that. I'm doing what they doing and shit. That's what's going on for real. Okay. Well, that's fair to say. 
So it was three brothers growing up, and we know y'all mom didn't want y'all out there like that. Who would you say out of the three of y'all was the level-headed one? The one who always just kept everything smooth and operated out of the three of y'all? Shit. It can Honestly. go it can go in different ways because like he he was never like Tank was never like just chill. He he gonna always like trip out for real for real. <laughs> Motherfucking real. He he be in his right mind sometimes. <laughs> no real shit. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, if 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 he if he in the right stage, like you know what I'm saying, like if we then went too hard that night, you know. He do be on some chill shit for real. But then I be on some chill shit too because I ain't never used to like drink or nothing like that. Tank ain't never used to drink like that neither. But like everybody, everybody drink liquor. You hear me? So like shit, we chilling. Shit. Man, liquor get niggas out of pocket. You feel mm-hmm. <laughs> So it just be like that. But I feel like Grail was the always was the level headed one. He was the level headed one. He was the one that'd be like, no, that ain't it. Yeah. Would you say, because I know you guys all grew up very, very close together. Um losing rail that had the cause of definitely toll on your family as well. Did Rail have any children? Shit, when Rail died, his baby mama was pregnant. And uh Rail died September 15th. His son was born the September 18th. Three days. So later. his son was born three days after he died. He ain't never get the meeting type shit. Yeah, Tyrell Jr. I know that had to be hard. And I know y'all both probably took on TJ like a son of your own. You got to. It's only right. And he just like his pops too. Just like him spitting image, act like him. Everything. (laughs) Look like him, act like him, look like him. Everything you can ask. So, Tank, you the oldest. Did you have any children? Yeah, I got two kids. And how old are they? My son, he eight. And I had a daughter. My baby mama was pregnant before I went to the Fed. And she had her. She had my daughter when I was locked up. So I ain't get to be there or be in her life and shit. You feel me? I ain't get to meet her till I came home. But you're still very active in your children's lives, right? Oh, yeah. What about you and the baby mom? Are you guys still together or just co-parenting? We co-parenting. As long as you can co-parent, you know, that's all that matters is putting the kids first. Junior, do you have any kids? How old are they? They both three. And do you co-parent as well or still with your kid's mom? I'm co-parenting. As long as, like I said, as long as you and the kids' lives and doing what you got to do, that's all that matters. So I would say the world learning a little bit about savage life growing up in Flint. On the north side, raising your children, getting through. Um, do you, what can you say is so? I know Tank went to he got in, you got incarcerated by the feds right after all the stuff happened with your family. Was that your first time in incarceration? Yeah, that was my first time being in trouble, but that was my first time like actually going to sit down like and doing a real big and can you tell me a little bit about that time you spent in incarceration (laughs) 
just saw 90 blues, 42, I feel like Doug in the trenches. I probably got a mug because I'm sick of Got pads on me. I probably got a dub in my britches. I'm sitting, you can't let it see who in it. Come get a bag away for 21, top shelf, we savage. Get that bag, get it, then re it. Shut the fuck up, I ain't even trying to hear all that capping. Well, all right, we gon' make it happen. Shit, press pills or real pills, I'ma get them all. I can't do banging on my mama, we gon' knock you off. You all white shirt, yeah, them bricks off white too. Came up off pills and black, but I came up off white too. Swap fast, bitch ass nigga, I'm nothing like you. Then I sit down and quit to let you know if I don't like you. Pop his ass up after I told him I'll fight you. I cut that bitch off after I said I really like you. This hour make you move like your lease, like your lease. You had no choice, but you ain't shoot, but why you free up? Price is low, I ain't gon' lie, the streets need us. I can get a nigga off with my feet. Just so like blues before they talk, feel like Doug in the trenches. I probably got a mug cause I'm sipping. I'm fat pads on me. I probably got a dub in my bridges. Right here, you can't get it, see who win it. From here to all the way for 21, top shelf, we savage. Get that bag, get it, re wrap it. Shut the fuck up, I ain't even trying to hear all that capping. We're all the way, we gon' make it happen. It ain't the way I make a way, it's never not a way. I get the pappy, spin the pappy, make some more today. Talk your man to these bitches, niggas, more than this. I shit fire off this bitch, come and make my damn line. I made a hundred and pop the beat today. Might throw that bitch up, double back and pop it either day. She really got a man with this royal, she want me to play. Drake, they got Drake in his pants, I'm 23 my waist. Got them Gen 5 when they drop, we need them new shit. When they get bitch ugly as hell, the friends born, you need some new bitches. No hiding, can they shake? They got a button, but it's still glitching. Pop his ass this morning, watch the news spot. Still twitching. You ain't never seen a body twitching. No about G-Locks, but you ain't never seen yeah, a type of clip. You can hit my line, don't make a static if it's a problem with me. Pull up with some niggas screaming, like I got hard on with me. Throw fully artists in the car, real hardies with me. Like fucking duck a rap, but if we all just real bodies, we all make it high. Fuckers tinted up, we'll be high from windows. Just so the script and oxygen, two now. Just so 90 blues for 42, I feel like Doug in the trenches. I probably got a mug, cause I'm sick. Got pads on me, I probably got a dub in my bridges. Why right, Tina, you can't even see. Come get a fuck away for 21 top shelf, we savage. Get that bag in and we wrap it. Shut the fuck up, I ain't even trying to hear all that capping. Get out of the way, we gon' make it happen. Thank you for checking out the first segment of my interview with Savage Life. And, and shout out to them for coming on to the show and blessing us with this dope ass pod tonight and also make sure you check out their new album blood brothers by savage life on all streaming service album is straight fire part two will be coming out soon hope you guys enjoyed this pod thanks for tuning in hope you enjoyed the show with your girl shanice